WEEI Studios, 93.7, WEEI-FM and HD1, Lawrence, Boston. We're always live on the free Odyssey app. Here we go, fourth and final hour of the Rich Keefe Show with Andy Hart here on WEEI. News of the day, Bill Belichick does not get the Atlanta Falcons job. They're going with Raheem Morris. I feel like the trickle-down effect is even more important to the Patriots as Zach Robinson will likely go with Raheem Morris to Atlanta, leaving perhaps Josh McDaniels to return, maybe Nick Cayley. Haven't really heard any other names. The other guy they interviewed was the uh, quarterback coach with Cincinnati who's staying in Cincinnati. So there's only been a few names, Hart, offense, uh, OC-wise. Shane Waldron, my guy, went to the Bears. Yeah, that would have been a good one. Yep. But uh, So there's a, a number of Patriots, Bill Belichick, musical chairs games that seems like we're getting down to the last couple chairs and tunes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And you certainly don't want to feel... Um, Concerned, I would say, with that side of the ball, given that Gerard Mayo is a defensive-minded head coach. Yeah, and they seem yeah, to have yeah. Good continuity there. It's right. like, what are we going to get over there? We need some help over there. And, and then also rookie quarterback. That's the other thing. If right. you draft a quarterback and you're not all in on the offensive guy coaching him, are we going to go through? So we're going on four offensive coordinators in four years. It's got to so be a record. You already ruined Mac. Toast. Are you going to start the process of ruining the next guy? Yeah, let's get a guy that might be there for a minute. That's the problem, though. Is if this guy comes in and is really good, he's going to be there for that's a year. That's not a problem. I don't. I want that problem. Okay, that's it, the problem I that's want. That's a good it's problem. The opposite, I have. It's yeah. the opposite problem I'm worried about. And then out of nowhere, uh, the Carolina Panthers hired Dave Canales to be their head coach. He was the offensive. Did you say co- that? I was actually wondering. I have no clue. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's Canales. Canales? Okay. I have no idea. Well, because I asked I, around today for my trending. This guy, I, I fell out of my chair today. I was like, he, you got hired to do what now? So he's the Carolina Panthers coach. He looks coach. the part. Skinny yeah. offensive dude. Young, skinny offensive 42 dude. 42 years old, and he actually coached with Shane Waldron in Seattle. Yep. He and was Dan in, Morgan. And Dan, Dan Morgan Mo- was there as a scout. And right. Jim. 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 Not Jin. Jin Kazuya from Tekken was there, uh, also there. Jim Nagy was also there and is raving about the hire for them. Okay. And he was the OC this year with Tampa Bay. Got a really good year out of Baker Mayfield. And then now becomes the head coach of the Carolina Panthers. So he spent most of his, well, all of his NFL career prior to this year in Seattle. So, you know, Pete Carroll and Shane Waldron, Dan Morgan, as is, is, uh, Hart mentioned. And then a good year in, in Tampa. You know, those guys were, were solid and a surprise. Baker Mayfield slinging it. And so now he goes to uh, poor Baker, Carolina, He's and Bryce resign Young. There, yeah, I yeah. know. But Baker's going to resign probably with Tampa. Actually, not like his... not poor Baker. Baker's going to make a ton of money. Uh, well, yeah, but I meant for like oh, he loses this guy and making yeah. plays, and yeah. you know he could lose his offensive coordinator. He could lose Mike Evans. That's the one that's going to really hurt. All of a sudden, you're not quite the same, and now people say Baker, you lost your swag and you suck again. Yeah, uh, but then somebody else will pick him up in two years and. Uh, He'll be, oh, he'll yeah. be good again. He, he's fine. He's going to play for play for a while. He was the number one overall pick. He sure was. He made a boatload of money. He's going to make boatload more money. So right now, the Commanders and Seahawks are the only two teams that technically have not hired a head coach, although all signs are pointing towards Ben Johnson, the Lions OC, going to the Commanders, leaving just the Seahawks. And uh, Dan Quinn was the favorite 
I don't know if that's losing momentum. Mike Vrabel's still out there. Uh, that's also we're fixating on Belichick, but yeah. Mike Vrabel I might think not be. Mike it? Vrabel's a good coach. I really so do, do I. And did you see that clip making the rounds on Twitter today? It was from last year of him mic'd up at practice, rookie minicamp practice. Just I love everything about him. I love the way he goes about his business. I love his cocksure attitude and sort of the balance between old school and relating to new players. And I, it, it is hard to believe that Bill Belichick, Mike Rabel, not going to have jobs. Pete Carroll. Even Pete Carroll, yeah. if you want to throw him in there. Yeah. He was, I thought he was going to coach again. I thought he wanted to. I thought he was angling for that in that weird press conference. Yeah, he was. was talking about energy He's and jacked the pump and, still. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, those guys. It's and, weird because Vrabel's not even that old. And, like, I wouldn't call Vrabel no. a failure. It just the Isn't la- he 48? Probably. Seven? I mean, he's one of he's Bill's players, young. for God's sake. So, yeah. like, he definitely, I think Vrabel, of all the guys that are available, should be a coach somewhere. But if you look at the Seahawks, they just had a defensive coach. A lot of times teams kind of switch it. If they go defense, they go offense. And they so Pete Carroll and Shane Waldron are gone. Are they going to go, like, Bobby Slowick? Like, with that? Like that's a young offensive guy, uh, but yeah, I thought maybe the Panthers. I thought, I thought maybe Vrabel would jump in front of Belichick for the Atlanta job, but then they went right. with Raheem Morris. So yeah, that's a weird one. Maybe Vrabel takes a year off, or maybe he's like a consultant for somebody, and then next year he'll be one of the hires. Maybe he's a consultant for the Patriots. Gerard Mayo. Robert loves him, just went to the Hall of Fame. He said, we at the Hall of Fame induction while he was still the head coach of the Titans. That's part of why they It's a weird him. one, though. Like, do you think he does anything other than being a head coach next year? Like, he's not a coordinator. Like, he's not one of those guys that needs to do that to rehabilitate. At least I didn't think. I, I would not think so. Yeah. I think he'd be gold on TV. Yeah. Um, I, you he would. Uh, he, he could be a problem. You I Delay or ta- tape it for him. Or oh, you got to do it on, like, uh. HBO, Max or Prime yeah, or one of those. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, But, no, I think he'd be really good on TV. Um, I think he'd be better than Belichick on TV. The I only difference yeah. is he might be a little tamer just because he knows he's getting back in the league. Right. He might not want to rip somebody. They could be coaching That's true. a month later. That's true. All right. It's uh, just after 9 o'clock on a Thursday. That means it's time for trivia here on the program where Stiz will ask us trivia questions. Last week uh, it was chaos because Fitzy was also in. I think I won, though. Yeah, you did. Two weeks ago, Hart won. He was very excited about that. In a blowout. All right, so Stiz. All movies. What are the rules? What are the the ways to... Here are the rules that we are going to do it, uh, certainly for tonight, but I think even moving forward. So we're going to ask one person the question. Say we'll start with Andy. He gets a chance to answer. No multiple choice. Yep. If he gets it wrong, we will then go to the next person. You tonight, Keith. If you get it wrong, we will then move back to Andy. He'll get the multiple choice. Love it. So it's going to be one and one, not okay. both people not, trying to get not it. Not hands thing. in the air. Does the let... second guy or the the does he get multiple choice or he has to just guess regular? You both have to guess at first. Yeah, we both get to guess. Both get it Perfect. wrong, yeah, yeah, and yeah. both will get multiple choices. Love it. Okay. Uh huh. Start with Andy. That's fair. Okay. Here we go, Andy. Did oh, you give oh, the, by um, the way, the theme. Yeah. Yes, you're right. Okay. So. AFC, uh, NFC championship games this weekend. All these questions are based around the four cities. Baltimore, San Francisco, Detroit, Kansas City. Very nice. Okay. All right, here we go. First question, Andy Hart. Set in Detroit, what 1990s sitcom featured real-life identical twins Tia and Tamara Maori as siblings who were separated at birth and reunited as teenagers? (laughs) 
You got it. There's got to be like a time. Motor City Swap. No, but good effort. Good effort. That would be Sister North. Sister. That's right. We got a winner here. Hell yeah. We got a winner. Oh, I've never show. heard of that. Oh, Sister Sister. Great show. Yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was a pretty uh-huh. solid show. I like that one. Uh, Jack A was the mom, right? Yes. That's right. Yes. Jack A. Okay, uh, Keith, going over to you. Yep. Before Harry S. Truman went into politics, he owned a business in Kansas City. What was this business? Oh. Uh, import export. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. No. Uh, was it a stockyard? No, no. Ooh. Again, good effort. Though. All right. Well, give me my multiple choice. All right, choice. Keith, back to you. Yep. Uh, Harry S. Truman owned this business before politics. Was it A, a fruit business, B, a blacksmith, C, haberdashery? It's got to be haberdashery. You got it, my man. Yeah! Haberdashery it was. I didn't know what a haberdashery was. No, but I love it. It's like a clothing store. Sure it is. Clothing and accessories. Damn right. Kind of hoity-toity. Damn right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. My son and I went to a haberdashery in Saratoga Springs, and they had these cool hats. How much were they? uh, Really expensive, but my son put a hat on. And I was taking his picture, and this woman like ran over. No pictures in the store, and I was like, "Oh my god, sorry. we're not buying anything." I was going to buy the whole store. I'm out of here. Yeah. Uh, all right, Andy Hart. In what year did Filio Farnsworth invent the first electric television in San Francisco? It's like I have to get the year. <laughs> That's right. That's the correct, year, baby. Hey, it's, it's trivia. You don't know what he's going to ask. Nineteen forty-seven. Oh no, close, no cigars, Keith. Uh, I shouldn't say close. You just led the witness. Well, I oh. have a ballpark idea. Nineteen fifty-two. No, I'm sorry, wrong. All right, Andy, back to you. What year did Filio Farnsworth invent the electric television in San Francisco? Was it A. Nineteen twenty-seven, B. Nineteen thirty-two, or C. Nineteen twenty-one? 1932. I'm sorry. It was God. not 1932. Damn it. Keith? 1921. No, I'm sorry. Ah! You both have it wrong. It was 1927. All right. The electric television right. was invented in Very San good. Fran. All right, Keith, over you to you. You keep saying electric television. What other kind of television would there be? Not sure. Gas-powered, maybe. <laughs> Listen, don't ask me. That's I not ca- the We're very specific questions. There's not questions off a question. The horse-powered yeah. uh, yes. uh, television. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, you want to turn the uh-huh. down. All right, Keith. Yep. Uh, it's funny this one landed on you. All right. In yeah. this Baltimore television series, many of the minor characters are played by real-life police officers, politicians, and former criminals. In fact... Many of the former criminals who acted on the show were previously arrested by the real-life cops who also acted on the show. That'd be The Wire. That would be The Wire. That's right. The greatest right. television show of all time. Why don't you just give them the content? All right. It's three, all time. It's 3 nothing, but that's all right, Andy. That's right. You keep playing. Catch, you you keep playing. Right Some on. fun facts for the weekend. You know, you're at a, you're at a mixer my... this weekend. You want to you try friend? these out? Yeah. Do I have, like, a special three ball that gives me three points? Ooh, yeah, we rock might be able to work something. Yeah. 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 All right, Andy, one of the one of these four cities, our four cities tonight, ignored prohibition during the 1920s, which led to a surge of boozy jazz clubs, brothels, and gambling joints. What city was it of the four? Kansas City, San Francisco, Detroit, and Baltimore. Yes. Give me San Francisco. Oh, I'm sorry. No. Kansas City? That's right. Kansas yeah, hell City. Hell yeah. Kansas City Mafia is like a big thing, right? Like I remember in like one of the episodes Apparently, of Fargo, they talked a lot about yeah. Kansas City. Like that was like a big kind of hub for that activity. All right, Keith, back over to you. Uh, four nothing lead right now. Detroit Lions wide receiver. <laughs> Detroit Lions wide receiver Calvin Johnson's nickname. 
Oh, Megatron. That's right, Megatron. All right. Is this fixed? Megatron, baby. He's he got the lucky. two easiest questions. I, I got He's what the... year specifically was the TV invented. <laughs> what are the last four digits of my social? Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I'm yeah, getting but then, screwed. Yeah, but then you also get first crack at the multiple choice because I didn't get that one right either. I don't want to hear about this. This is as fair as it gets. All right, Even Andy, it was still hard. Fi- finish strong. Finish I might strong. not have known Megatron. Andy, fresh off the success of Michael Jackson's album Thriller, the Jackson's Victory Tour launched here in 1984. I don't know. It fell apart and kind of screwed the Sullivans. You know, they uh, financed that. No, uh, I did not. Know. Ed uh, Sullivan. Financial root. No, no not Ed Patrick Sullivan. Sullivan, the owners of the Patriots. Oh. Um, it started here. Here, so I will go Detroit. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I not Detroit. You. I hate you with a passion. I'm gonna go Baltimore. No, no. I'm sorry, not not Ooh. Baltimore. Andy, fifty fifty shot. Now yeah, you do. That's right. Andy, was it A. <laughs> Levi Stadium, B. Arrowhead Stadium, or C. Ford Field? B. Arrowhead Stadium. That's right. That's right. How about that? That's, that's a right. shocker. I would not well, have it was guessed the only that. one that was around. Yeah, 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 that's right. That's right. You should have just stuck with the city, but I still would have guessed it. Yeah. Arrowhead Stadium. I'm on the board, oh, baby. Is. Not a shutout. Board, not a shutout. Doesn't okay. have to do a naked lap. Uh, all right, Keith, over to you. Alicia, Alicia Silverstone, Bruce Lee, and Clint Eastwood, all born here. Uh, the hospital. <laughs> Clint Eastwood and Alicia Silverstone and Bruce Lee? Um, San Francisco? That's right. Yes. That's right. San Francisco. Yes. Very good. You went with a put strong on, Asian population. Put it on the board. That's no, right. I have my, it's my uh, Alicia Silverstone factoids <laughs> pop back in. All right. Last one. Last right. one for Andy. This movie, Andy, set in Baltimore, James Cole learns the hard way that traveling back in time isn't so simple. Who? James Cole. Old. Jimmy Cole. <laughs> that would be 12 Monkeys. Oh! Wait, what the heck? Wait a oh minute. God. No, that had to be Twitch what? chat. Twitch chat? Or no? a texter. I don't even, how I don't did he get that? Twitch chat. How did he get that one? I'm a genius. Movies uh, is where I win. Uh, I guess so. You notice? How has he not been on the Dork Podcast? <laughs> I just don't know. Yeah, we want, you right. want to do a 12 Monkeys breakdown? Nah, I Thirty like years too I thought late. You do timely. Yeah, I was gonna say you do timely. Well, I'll do like a rewatch of that. I mean, we can mix in a rewatch. Twelve Monkeys. That was a good Brad Pitt performance. Yeah, did he win an Oscar for that? He was at least nominated. Was, I think was he. He was in the mix for that. That was a good. That's good stuff. All right, there you go. That's a little trivia Thursday here. I on like the trivia, show. even though I sucked. I like it. Yeah, it's fun. Then you know when the themes are obviously the themes play a big part. Yeah, yeah. You know I can't get all I can't always. Yeah, that's topical. Actually, that's topical. Topic the theme. <laughs> yeah, that was your <laughs> that's right. You did. Smoked. <laughs> Good point. Uh, so yeah, so tune in next week to find out what the theme will be. But uh, we got grab bag coming up, so let's not waste any more time. But right now, here is Stiz with what's trending. The Greg Hill Show weekdays six to ten. Now here's what's trending on WEEI. All right, let's get you caught up with some quick headlines. First, we got the news that the Carolina Panthers were set to hire Tampa Bay Bucks offensive coordinator Dave Canales as their new head coach. And earlier tonight, we learned that the Atlanta Falcons, who Bill Belichick interviewed with twice and who most thought was his best shot at a job, has decided to go with Rams defensive coordinator Raheem Morris as their new head coach. Another football news, Patriots wide receiver Kayshawn Booty was arrested by Louisiana State Police on Thursday. 
as part of an investigation into illegal sports gaming. Booty is accused of placing bets using a fraudulent account while being a 20-year-old senior at LSU. The affidavit alleged Booty made almost 9,000 bets, including bets on LSU while he was playing there. Patriots have released a statement acknowledging that they are aware of the situation. The Bruins' five-game win streak was snapped last night as the Carolina Hurricanes left Boston with a 3-2 victory. The Bruins, they're back on the ice tonight. Big thanks to my Twitch chat friends. We'll just leave it at that. I love you guys. Uh, Right now, the Bruins are up 2-1 with about 12 minutes left in the third period. Goals for Boston have come from Pasternak and Frederick. And the Celtics, they're in Miami tonight taking on the Heat. Right now... I'm sorry, with two minutes left in the third quarter, your Celtics are up 103-87 to over the Miami Heat. Celtics had a clean bill of health tonight. I'm Stiz. That's what's trending now on WEI and WEI.com. Grab bag coming up on the Rich Keith Show. Remember, you can listen to WEI on your smart speaker. Just say, play 93.7 WEI. Now, more of the Rich Keith Show on WEI. Here on the Rich Keep Show with Andy Hart, WEEI. Before we get to grab bag, I got some bad news for you, Hart. Celtics are rolling right now against the Miami Heat, 113.90 as they uh, get ready for the fourth quarter. It was actually a good third quarter for the Seas on the scoreboard. However, Kristaps Porzingis left the game with an ankle injury. He is listed as doubtful to return. Uh, no other updates on that. I guess he landed on Bam Adebayo. He was having a hell of a game. He was leading the team in scoring the first half. 19 points on 6 of 9 shooting, 3 of 4 from 3. Also, has 4 rebounds, uh, plus 26 in the game, and uh, rolls the ankle and has to leave. He's already missed 12 games this year. This was on the short list of concerns I had for the Celtics going in. They were the favorite. I think they should win the title, but I wasn't sure about Missoula, and I wasn't sure about the health of Kristaps Porzingis. So we'll have to wait and see on this one. And correct me if I'm wrong, he previously had an ankle injury. Is it a re-injury? That's a good question. Uh, Uh, Because this feels like a real injury, not one of those that I now believe is, oh, he's got an ankle and he'll miss tonight, but he'll be back tomorrow kind of manipulation of uh, managing the uh, load. But, yeah, I mean, it's less than ideal, but you're going to have these. I mean, it's virtually impossible to, to think that Kristaps Porzingis certainly with his history, but you're just not going to face injuries. Yeah, you're like you're one of your starters is going to get hurt. Like it's just, you know, it's not football, so it's not the old Tom Brady 100 percent injury. No. But and they're saying it, so they are saying left ankle sprain again. Sprains can be all over the place, right? Yeah, I mean, you sometimes can, it's better to <laughs> break it or whatever. Yeah, blah, no, blah, seriously, blah. I mean, yeah, like a really bad sprain, you're out a long time. Uh, he is back on the bench, though, so I guess that's a good sign. They just showed him on the screen. He is back on the bench, but I uh, do not think he's going to return. But uh, that's the update there on uh, the Celtics and on Chris Stapp's poor Zingas. But now let's get to this. It's time for Grab Bag. It's time for Grab Bag. Oh, that's right. You had both of the winter sports teams in action. Uh, so, again, Celtics up 113-90 in the fourth quarter. Meanwhile, the Bruins, 
after a tough loss last night, bad loss last night to the Carolina Hurricane. They uh, are taking on Ottawa tonight on the road where they have a 2-1 lead in the third period. Goals from David Posternock, his 31st of the year, and Trent Frederick. Uh, it's a Swayman night. He's got 29 saves in net. But, yeah, Carolina's just a brutal matchup, it seems like, for this year, last year, the year before, playoffs, regular season. doesn't yep. really matter. They don't do well against Carolina. Although Stiz was trying – he thought they were due yesterday. <laughs> yeah, that's what I, <laughs> I thought they were due. Speaking the, of due, I might yeah. need to add uh, Pasternak anytime goal to my list of favorite uh, bets. It's a good bet, but it's also the last few times I've uh, looked – Minus what? Yeah, it was minus one, or it might have still been plus, but it's like right, like minus one ten or plus. Oh, that doesn't bother me. I like it. I'm adding it to the rotation. Still good. And he's got 31 goals on the season. That's pretty crazy. He is uh, tied for third in the league. Austin Matthews is 39 to lead the league, but. Pasternak's still putting up MVP season. I mean, he could very well be one of the uh, the candidates uh, at the end of the year when it's all he's said. Supposed and done. to be. Yeah, he should be. No, and he is. Grab back. You see your guy Luka Doncic last night? I didn't. He had a fan removed from the game. Oh, Luka. This is, I had been pro-Luka. He had made jokes about, like, oh, I got to go home and have a beer or whatever. So I've always been very pro-Luka with that. I am now not pro-Luka. He had a fan ejected. And from what I read, all the fans said was, like, hey, uh, hey, Luka, like, you're tired. Like, get on a treadmill or something. I I don't think it was anything. It's got to be more than that. Over the line. I think he was... Luca wasn't playing well in the game. He even admitted in the post game he was frustrated. He and, he and I guess he so he identified the guy in the second half and pointed him out to like a security member of the Mavs. Then during like a timeout, they went over, pointed at the guy. The guy was sitting in the second row. He then left. He didn't put up a fight or anything. He left. And then Luca was asked about it in the post game, and he was like, "Well, the guy was, you know, he was on me the whole first half." So, correct. And then, Be softer. And then Be softer, Luca. It's no kidding. So then that's I, awful. I think the reporter asked him. They're like, "Well, why didn't you have him removed in the first half?" He's like, "Well, I've never had a fan removed before." But he's like, "It was just a lot of frustration." I'm like, dude, that guy paid to have a seat in right. the second. And like, we don't need to go through the obvious. There are a, a, a handful of things that you cannot say. Like some of the stuff that people were yelling at Russell Westbrook, like, "Get out of here! Yep. That guy should never be allowed in the." building again but if you're telling luca hey get back on defense you're like what's the matter like you're tired like well what is wrong with that it's the way the world is going i see this a lot at the high school sports level they've cracked down like at our school they won't let them chant na 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 hey hey goodbye at the end of like a basketball game when it's like you know really we're like warm up the bus that was a classic you get to warm up the bus what they don't let them the world has gone soft remember that guy i want to say it was washington that the guy prided himself on being like the best heckler ever and do all this research to get like your mother's name and like rip. And I like that. I mean, as long as they don't cross a certain line, but if they're just like, Hey, how's, how's Janice tonight? What's Janice doing tonight? Just to get, you know, don't yeah. say anything about Janice. No, no, no. Just let you don't him know, know Janice. That you this know. isn't about Janice. Right. This is about the uh, player. No, but so, this is real bad. And no, so this is the line. Luca, you're tired. Get your bleep on a treadmill. That was it. That, I mean, I think the guy at the very least deserves his money back. 
I think he didn't he, do anything that breaks any rules or should be breaking any rules. He That's an embarrassment for Luca. That is an embarrassment for Luca. I am more embarrassing than that stupid headband he was wearing the other night early in the season. Yeah, he took game. it off. He's got like a weird haircut going on. More but... embarrassing than when JB put him on his ass, crossing him yeah, over. True. Like Luca's having a bad stretch here. This is what Plus, happens to these people, though. I think they're cool, and then they become stars, they become divas, or they. They break under pressure. Can we blame Kyrie somehow? I think so. I like I like Luca, I and I want to blame Kyrie for this somehow. Uh, think, Kyrie probably told him, "You should." Yeah, that's it. Remove. That's yeah. it. Yeah, blame it was Kyrie. definitely a Kyrie thing. No, but Luca, this is a real bad one, and they lost. So they lost to uh, to Phoenix, and uh, so they were all frustrated, and they they've been struggling a little bit. But man, that was that was tough. That's to a hear. bad Luca. No, I know because I'm a fan. <laughs> I was bad Luca. I get it. Do you know the Klingon proverb that tells us grab bag is a dish that is best served cold? Giannis, this is this this one made me chuckle. Uh, apparently, when he was asked about it, Gian, Giannis Antetokounmpo said he was quote surprised by Adrian Griffin's firing. <laughs> That's the best answer. <laughs> he yeah, was surprised. Stunned. Never saw it coming. Man, he, 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 I think he followed up by saying like, "Well, you know, you got to just trust the the front office. You got to trust the brass." It's like, Giannis, you are the front office. You Correct. are the brass. They traded Drew Holiday to bring in Damian Lillard so you would stay. They hired Adrian Griffin because you gave him the go- oh, go-ahead. They fired him because you said so. Now you were surprised. That's great. That is rich. Okay. Uh, based on that, I would also like to know, I was asking earlier what Jeff Van Gundy's role is with the Celtics. Yeah. I would like to know what exactly Doc Rivers was doing in his consulting role for Milwaukee. Was he ever in Milwaukee? Did he have a chance to See, I don't think he was even paid by Milwaukee. The way I read it is there was a few it was it was Lionel Hollins and Doc Rivers and maybe some other coaches saw how kind of crazy it was for Adrian Griffin. So Terry Stotts was a veteran coach. He yep. was a uh, assistant, but then right before the season started, got into like an argument with Griffin and like quit. And then Giannis was calling out the coaching in the in like the press conferences after losses and stuff, and I think a few coaches saw what was going on with Griffin. Probably had a relationship with him. I think they have the same agent, and started reaching out to him. So I don't think it was any kind of formal thing like the Bucks were cutting him a check. I just think Griffin would probably call Doc or vice versa and just kind of get some advice. But then That's that guy worse. takes your job. <laughs> That's even worse. I, yeah, it's horrible. Awful. Awful. It's horrible. Like, oh, I'm getting a divorce, but at least my best friend's going out with my wife now. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what that is. It's like, wait, what the hell? The guy I was telling, like, all these, like, sad stories about, yeah. he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, dude, that does suck. You're like, when are you leaving the house? Like, wait, why? Why do you care? <laughs> the hills fill my heart with the sound of me. Grab bag. We have the AP NFL Awards finalists. Yeah. Top five in all of these spots. Let's jump right in with MVP, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, Christian McCaffrey, Dak Prescott, Brock Purdy. Lamar Jackson should win it, and the runner-up should be Christian McCaffrey. I agree. I feel like uh, at, I don't know, 10, 12 weeks in, Tyreek Hill really should have been on that list, but then he kind of yep. fell off. Some of the other receivers, uh, A.J. Brown, just like all the Eagles, kind of fell, yep, off, fell off. But they were there. But, yeah, that... That list is is fine. Uh, I'm is with there, you. It should be Jackson. They, I believe. Again, I you know a lot goes through my head, and some of it's wrong. Sure. Like the Salt Lake. Sick um, thoughts. Didn't they change the thing where it used to be you just voted for one MVP? Don't you now vote a first, a second, and a third? 
Because remember the whole thing was like Russell was like, Wilson. Russell Wilson yeah. never got a vote, and it's like, like well, okay, one Tom guy Brady get all the votes, or Peyton Manning get all the votes. You can only vote for one. I think they may have changed it where there's a first, a second, and a third now. I think they may have, and I hope that they did because I always like that metric for like baseball and basketball Hall of Fame. Be like yeah. how close they were, and like, oh, that guy had a sixth place finish, so he was a top six player that year. Right. Whereas in the NFL, it's kind of hard to tell. Did you, like, or a guy you're... didn't win a Cy Young, but he was top five in voting five years in a row. Yeah. Like, that's a pretty good stretch. No, that's great. And now, like, so quarterbacks, like, even the greatest quarterbacks of all time are like, oh, he won two MVPs and he was, like, a three-time All-Pro. You're like, wait, what? (laughs) How good was he, really? So, uh, Offensive Player of the Year, it is Tyreek Hill, Lamar Jackson, CeeDee Lamb, Christian McCaffrey, and Dak Prescott. I think I'd vote for Christian McCaffrey there. I'd go McCaffrey, although CeeDee Lamb's numbers are crazy. He he went nuts in like the middle to the end of the year. Once he was complaining about he needed the ball more, they finally got him the ball more. But yeah, you know when McCaff- he didn't go nuts, who didn't playoff game? Yeah, no, no. I know so that much. doesn't count. I think they voted before the playoff. That's game, true. But- this is a regular season award. Hart, defensive yes. player of the year: Deron Bland, Max Crosby, Miles Garrett, Micah Parsons, and T.J. Watt. <sighs> That's ah. the hardest one for me. Yeah, that one is tricky. I, really I don't. I haven't did even looked at the odds, but I might go Miles Garrett. Uh, Miles Garrett's definitely one. Uh, watching the Raiders a little bit more this year, and I don't know why I did. Um, You're Max a big Crosby's, Josh McDaniels guy. Well, probably. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Max Crosby's motor is unbelievable. Like, He's I awesome. He yeah. really is. And I know he was in the news for threatening to trade uh, trade request if, mm-hmm. if they didn't hire Pierce and all that. Um, probably Miles Garrett, but yeah. that's a that's a that's a tough vote. It's a good group. Coach of the year, Dan. And I don't, the Bland thing, just because he had the what was it six pick sixes, the record. Yeah, he had a lot of touchdowns. Had. Yeah, I mean that's that's great, but does that mean he's the best defensive player in football? Well, that I was like, like was no. a couple years ago when Trayvon Diggs had all those picks, and you're like, yeah, not he that also good. gave up plays. <laughs> he's not that good though. He's I'm not saying that about Bland. Snake. I'm saying about like Diggs was pretty obvious. Uh, right. Coach of the year, the five uh, finalists are Dan Campbell, John Harbaugh, D'Amico Ryan's. Kyle Shanahan and Kevin Stefanski. I would go Dan Campbell. I would go D'Amico Ryan's. See, I like Dan Campbell because D'Amico Ryan's, they didn't have any expectations. Dan Campbell faced the challenge of this year. Yeah. Well, the Lions are supposed to be good. You you came out of nowhere a little bit like you're building something. This is the year. And they he embraced that. They embraced that. Yeah. I, I would give it to Dan Campbell. So to me, it's Ryan's because going into the year when we were doing all the preseason stuff, I thought 14 of the 16 teams in the AFC had a claim to the playoffs or like a legitimate like goal of making the playoffs. Yep. I thought the Texans were one of the two that didn't, and then they won the division. So rookie head coach with the rookie quarterback, not an overly impressive roster. So that's why I would give it to Ryan's. But, uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't hate it if it went to Campbell. The They do assistant coach of the year. Five nominees are Ben Johnson, Mike McDonald, Todd Munkin, Jim Schwartz, and Bobby Slowick. Where's Pauly? I know. Pauly. He must have, did he hear about that? Jim Jim Schwartz was able to get assistant coach of the year. Oh, it's funny. So Bobby Slowick. So you know those graphics that always go around about the Washington yeah. Redskins? Yeah. So back in 2013, Mike Shanahan's last year there, on his staff, he had Kyle Shanahan, he had Sean McVay, he had Mike McDaniel, and Matt LaFleur. And everybody always talks about it. And it's like a like an ongoing joke. And you have like their pictures when they're all super young. But also, which I didn't realize, is Raheem Morris and Bobby Slowick were also on that staff. Oh, yeah. 
So it, if if Slowick gets the Seattle job, they'll have six head coaches from that 2013, and that team went three and thirteen. Well, you know, coaching's not everything. It's not. Uh, <laughs> offensive Rookie of the Year, Jameer Gibbs, Sam Laporta, Puka Nakua, Bijan Robinson, and C.J. Stroud. So you had C- a good rookie class. Very good. That's a tough one. I think I would go C.J. Stroud because I think he, more than D'Amico Ryans, is the reason that the yeah. Texans went on a run. Puka Nakua is I would a go, tough one to ignore. I would go Puka Nakua. The numbers are off the charts. I think if you weren't paying attention to it, if you didn't have him in fantasy, maybe you didn't realize just how insane his numbers were. Yeah. But uh, like all-time rookie records Everything. came out of and, nowhere. And the, the yardage record in particular was like 70 years old. It had uh, So everybody's yeah, come right. through modern passing rookies and think of the Chases and the Jeffersons or whoever you want to put it through. The record hadn't been broken until him. 105 catches, which was ninth in the league, 1,486 yards, which was fourth, and then six touchdowns. So that was ranked a little bit lower, but still, I would I would go in the cool. I don't think you could really go wrong. And then those two guys with the Lions are great. Like, they would win it maybe in other years. Or maybe not oh, yeah. in the Porta, but, like, they'd be uh, a real strong case in other years, but not this one. Defensive Rookie of the Year, which Christian Gonzalez, after a month, was on his way to it. But Yep, literally, uh, he was the rookie he of the was. month. Will Anderson, Jalen Carter, Joey Porter Jr., Kobe Turner, and Devon Witherspoon. Uh, did, 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 did. I think. Oh, next week we'll go over what we had because we did all these awards. I think. Did you take Will Anderson? I think you or Fitzy might have. I feel like I remember that. Uh, no, I think I took the other guy, Will McDonough or McDonald, the guy from the Jets. Oh, right, 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 right. Um, I would go Will Anderson probably. Yeah, he had a really good year. Like. Jalen Carter fell off a little bit, too. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, almost everybody in Philly fell off yep. at some point. Because I thought, even when Christian Gonzalez won it in September, I thought that Jalen Carter could have been the rookie of the month. <laughs> yeah, He was yeah. really good mm-hmm. watching some early games. Um, but yeah, I would probably go Will Anderson. And that's, if they get the double dip, if you, talk, or triple dip, Say, let's say you're right about coach of the year. You could get coach of the year, offensive and defensive rookie of the year. I mean, pretty nice foundation <laughs> yeah. to build on for the future to hype up people in Houston. I was going to say, well, like the Jets, right? They had the offensive and defensive rookie of the year yep. last year. Or was it two years ago with Sauce and Garrett Wilson? Two years ago. Yeah. So, uh, And then finally, comeback player of the year, the five finalists are Joe Flacco, DeMar Hamlin, Baker Mayfield, Matthew Stafford, and Tua Tagovailoa. I mean, it still has to be Hamlin for me. Yeah. He died. He died on the field and it like shut down the sport for like days. And then I'm watching in the playoffs and he's running fake punts, getting stuffed. But yeah, it wasn't a great <laughs> play call necessarily. But. but I don't care. He was literally dead. And yep. we always argue that comeback player of the year, or we used to when I was at PFW. When you come back from what, the what dead? are you coming back from? Are you sucking? Did you retire? Did you have a major injury? If you're dead, that's yep. the comeback player of the year. Yeah, I would say that you're. Nothing more impressive to come back from. No, like Joe Flacco. Oh, he was playing catch with his brother and his kids. Retired. He had a little run. Like, whatever. Okay, great. I like it. And Baker Mayfield, yeah, he bounced around. He sucked. He lost his swag. Yeah, I feel like comeback is more to do with, like, uh, from an injury than... Because even though most improved is such a lame award to ever win. Like, you don't tell anybody you ever won that. But that's more of, like, oh, I was bad one year that I was good the next. This guy died on the field. He changed the, the... the world for a period of time. People were like the things people think were thinking and oh, it's talking. Crazy. It's wild. And, yeah. Yeah. He's the comeback player. And here comes the grab bag. Grab, grab, back, 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 grab, grab, back.
Uh, sad news from the Patriots as Phil Bissell has passed away. He was the original creator of the Pat the Patriot logo. Yep. Which they should go back to. So yep. thank you, Phil, for creating that. I love that logo. I got hats and shirts with that. It's it's my preferred logo. So People yeah. didn't love it as much when they got rid of it at that time because it sort of symbolized futility in a down era. But don't you think now that Bill's gone, maybe you go back and then Bill, and I know it predated Bill, but you could be like, Bill's the flying Elvis, and then it's like back to standard Patriots. Yeah, I mean, I kind of like it now the way you have the alternates. You have the Pat Patriot alternates, and it's so popular I feel like it's almost cooler that they don't use it. You have like a little different credibility. As yeah, well. yeah. I yeah. remember these days, kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, because um, it was not as beloved back then. It was people thought it was like it looks like a guy pooping out a football. Well, no I think also when the team's missile. bad, you're, you're going to complain about everything. Like the creamsicle right. Tampa Bay Bucks when they're bad, you're like, oh, what a joke! And now you're like, oh, those them. are slick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Everybody <laughs> loves them. So even with the Browns, they brought back that thing on midfield, the brownie, the big brownie the elf. Um, logo. I love elf that little thing. guy. You don't know yeah, what I he's up to. They didn't always love it at the time. No, they like, probably didn't. Oh, that's lots aged or something. Like but yeah, uh, rest in peace, Mr. Bissell. That's a very yes. cool uh, sketched logo. Why, I tell you, I tell you, that's the finest grab bag this town has ever seen. And finally, the uh, trailer for Roadhouse came out today. Yeah, they're remaking the Patrick Roadhouse. Swayze yep. movie. Zero reason to remake it. It's starring Jake Gyllenhaal. It's going to be on Amazon Prime in the uh, in March. We tweeted out the trailer at Dork Podcast on Twitter. Conor McGregor's in it. Looks like Jake Gyllenhaal is going to scrap with Conor McGregor. And I have no, I have no need for this movie, and yet no, no one does. It's are. like, why are we doing Mean Girls? That's out. Like all that these was, remakes. That was of, also a mistake. I agree. I don't. I mean, I, I understand. We're out of ideas. Because, We're fresh out of ideas. Well, not only are we out of ideas, but now we need more ideas because of all these streaming services. Mm-hmm. You have to, like, come up with stuff, content, you know, new stuff. Like, Shows. It's so frustrating. Yeah, the whole thing. We yeah. need, what, can we get a Hulk movie? If we're going to start remake, can we? Can I get a damn Hulk movie? I don't think you're going to. You have to go back and watch the Ed Norton one or the Eric I Bana like them one. All, but I want to know. If you're going to run out of ideas, yeah. I have an idea for you. More do Hulk. a good Hulk movie. All right. That's going to do it for another successful edition of... We will uh, wrap up the show with our final thoughts coming up next here on WEEI. If you missed any of our Patriots Monday and Friday interviews, go back and listen on the podcast anytime. Just subscribe to the Rich Keefe Show on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your podcasts. Now, more of the Rich Keefe Show on WEEI. Show! Here on the Rich Keefe Show with Andy Hart, WEEI. Good night in Boston as both the Celtics and Bruins were winners. The Bees needed overtime, but they got a Brad Marchand goal to beat the Senators 3-2. to two. Bounced back after their loss yesterday to Carolina, whereas the Boston Celtics blew out the Miami Heat 143-110. to 110. And... Uh, 143 points, and yet your guy Jalen Brown did not hit the over. That's because he seemed to stop playing at some point when they were blowing they him out. They took many of the gentlemen out of the ball game because they didn't need their services any longer. Nope. Uh, Tatum led the way with 26. Porzingis had 19, and Porzingis is the story of the game. He left with a sprained ankle, landed on Bam Adebayo. He was in the locker room for a while, came back out, and was sitting with the team at the end. So it's really a... TBD on Porzingis' ankle, 
I mean, at some point you get the all-star break coming up, right? In like the middle of February. So there might be some time to sit them out, rest them up, and you won't. it's uh, not that long. Yeah, I guess. I I hope it's not a month-long injury or three-plus weeks. You never know. You gotta take. You, the, you, gotta be, you gotta be careful with these You'd things. Be cautious. I mean, yeah. you certainly don't push it. You don't want it to get worse or uh-huh. linger and become an issue. But no, that's true. Because the All Star break is always around like Valentine's Day. So yeah, you do have a bunch of games prior to that. I'd like to see it be you know a couple games and get back, tape it up, and get back out. There. Yeah, I think it's like I think they have ten games before the All Star break. So yeah, hopefully he doesn't miss ten games for for that. But we shall see. Uh, but yeah, Celtics rolling once again. Uh, Stiz hit his over under. Good job, Stiz, on the Al Horford. I hit mine because I'm a house of fire right now. Cannot be stopped. Jimmy uh, Jimmy Buckets went under the 19 and a half. That was his number. And I incredibly regret yeah. uh, bragging about how I was sitting pretty at halftime. Yeah, you didn't hit any. Year. You were 0 for 4 no, on your parlay? I was sitting pretty. No, you I never, the, I, never go I, half a Kayshawn booty. You got to go full Kayshawn booty. You always got to go full booty. You got to go always eight picks. Full booty. We should do that a Kayshawn booty. Like one one day a week, we should do a Kayshawn booty. Let's so, do it. So we each come up with two bets, and then we still need two more. <laughs> yeah, I guess we'd have like a couple of listeners or uh, texters or people in the Twitch chat can, can let us know. Or maybe what he'll like. Maybe we can hit him up on Instagram or Twitter booty. and be like, "Hey, can you give us a pick? We're doing a full booty tonight." He might be looking seven. for a gig. I don't know. Do you think like DraftKings or FanDuel or somebody would pick him up? Um, no, they want him to be a consumer, not to work for them. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. No more free ones, Kayshawn. Knock it off. Right. So what do you think ultimately happens with him? Does he get suspended? Do they cut him? Does it, I mean, um, yeah, I got to think he's done. I, I for, he didn't. I mean, what did he do last year? Not much. He famously couldn't stay in bounds a couple of times, and he did provide like a little bit of promise just because the guys ahead of him nobody liked. So I mean, like, I guess I'm speaking too soon. Maybe he's not done. Like you made some mistakes in college. Yeah. You're gonna. Now, if he gets convicted and it's a felony and he goes to jail, that's a different situation. But, yeah. you know, they probably let it play out in the court system and he'll have his day in court kind of thing. Um, but, like, not to rank everybody's uh, off-field issues, to me this one's a lot lower. Oh, yeah, yeah Like, yeah. so much lower. Now, I know you get into that dicey spot where, like, are right, you're betting on yourself. You sure you never bet against yourself? Did you ever right. bet against your team? He, he should have bet against himself. He should have that day. No, he was pretty pissed, so it looked like it, he was betting on himself that day. But, yeah, no, that's one where you just can't have it. And if there's any kind of speculation that you were betting against yourself, it might even be too close as it is. Like, if they, they confirmed that he bet on LSU while he was at LSU, like, that's not good. And don't uh, Calvin think, Ridley got popped a whole season. Yeah, don't you think now the NFL is doing investigations as to what he's been doing since he was drafted? Yeah, you know what I mean, like run because they have these relationships with all the the apps and all the companies, and my guess is they're doing a much deeper dive into anything that Kayshawn Booty may have been doing since last April, since becoming a New England Patriot, and he could be my. If you're betting nine thousand times, like <laughs> it can't just be his bets, and that also leads to as we are three months away from the draft. He was a college football teammate with Jaden Daniels and Malik yeah. Neighbors and a whole bunch of other LSU guys yeah. that are going to get drafted this year, but specifically those two. One played the same position. One he was catching passes from. So, yeah. Yeah. There's something. Uh, now I go back to my original. He gone. Yeah, he gone. I Why think. you don't have your boy doing it? 
after all this. It's just crazy to me. Yeah, yeah you got to have a fall you guy. Know what Carter I mean? was on to something with the fall and guy. And don't thing. use Kayshawn Booty 7 as your <laughs> login. <laughs> that was a mistake. Maybe he learned his lesson. Live and learn. He didn't do that this year. All right, that'll do it for uh, for us. Hart, great stuff as always. You can check them out on the Six Rings and Football Things podcast. We will talk to you, what, next Tuesday, sir? I will see you next Tuesday. Classic. Stiz, you and me back tomorrow. No heart, no Fitzy. Many would say no problem. So uh, no, uh, mo- no, most would say big problem. <laughs> Huge problem. Well, tune in. Give us a call. We can, we'll, we can use the help tomorrow. Full throttle Friday? Uh, Until right. 9. Oh, yeah, there's a full throttle Friday. Damn, damn rights. Yeah. Full throttle Friday. We're also, we'll, so we'll talk NFL Conference Championship. We will talk Red Sox. We will also talk Royal Rumble. So we're a day nice. away from the Royal Rumble. You like? uh, I gotta look at I gotta look at it uh again. CM Punk's the chalk pick, so I'm not picking CM Punk. Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes is a better pick, probably. I'll take the ultimate warrior. Okay, very good. You never know. You could have a run in. You that never thing. know. <laughs> Alright, have a great rest of your Thursday night. We'll talk to you tomorrow at six. But I can't live without